News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we are ready for Blue Raider Baseball. Dick Palmer with you. Be joined uh, shortly by Chip Walters, my uh, normal uh, broadcast partner, John Callow, recovering from uh, some eye surgery on Thursday, but uh, he says he is recovering quickly and we're ready to go. He'll be back in the booth tomorrow for game two of the series. Chip will be with me uh, shortly. National Anthem was performed and performed very well by Miss Natalie Gish today. So we've had a couple of honorary first pitches and we will be set for baseball here shortly. Check the Raiders for you defensively. It will be Gabe Jennings at third, Brett Coker at short. The uh, second baseman is J.T. Mabry. D.J. Wright at first base, left field Galloway, center field Benson, right field Snyder, Briggs Rudder behind the plate. And on the mound will be the right-hander Patrick Johnson. Patrick Johnson, 6'2", 185, a freshman from Chattanooga, attended the Baylor School there. He is making his 13th appearance and fifth start, three and two with a 3.21 earned run average, 33 and two thirds innings. He's allowed 30 hits, 12 earned runs, has given up four home runs, has walked eight, struck out 13, and opponents are hitting 246 against the right-hander. You might remember his last outing was on last Friday night and he went five and two-thirds innings and was leading in the game three to nothing. When the rains came, the game was eventually suspended and was uh, completed the next day. Of course, Johnson throwing that many pitches could not come back. So Ollie Akins came in and finished the shutout. He went three and a third innings and the Raiders won six to nothing. So Johnson went uh, long enough in the game to get the win, his third of the season, and Ollie Akins uh, was a big uh, hand in that Raider win. So we'll see if Patrick Johnson can keep that scoreless string going tonight as he faces the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. They're not a heavy hitting team, but they have hit more home runs than the Raiders. They've hit 53 out of the park. The Raiders sitting on 34 home runs for the season, however, Louisiana Tech's team batting average at 235 is much lower than the Raiders, who are at 291 for the season team-wise. Throw goes down to second. Leadoff hitter for Louisiana Tech is their first baseman, Dalton Davis, a right-handed hitter. He steps into the box, hitting 273. Patrick Johnson is ready to go, and we're set for baseball here. 69 degrees. First pitch will be at 6.04 as Johnson delivers, and it is right in there for a strike call. Nothing in one. 6.04 starting time. 69 degrees. Skies partly cloudy. A lot of sunshine. Wind out of the west, northwest at 8. Basically, it's blowing in, which should help the pitchers tonight. Johnson's pitch is outside for ball one. One ball, one strike. Raiders looking for their third straight win. Picked up a win in the final game of the series against Rice. That walk-off win on Sunday in 11 innings. And here is a ball hit 
past Jennings at third. It's rolling down into the left field corner, fielded there by Galloway. He'll get it back in, and that is going to be a stand-up double for Dalton Davis. So Davis shot it past Gabe Jennings at third. It rolled down into the left field corner. Davis is at second base with nobody out. The batter will be Logan McLeod, the third baseman. McLeod hitting 289, stands in from the right side. They are primarily a right-hand hitting team, although they do have a few lefties in the lineup tonight. Louisiana Tech in the gray travel uniforms, blue numerals. Raiders in the home whites here on this Friday night. The pitch is outside and low ball one to McLeod. Blue caps for the Raiders and trying to see what I think solid blue caps for Louisiana Tech also. Their colors are red, white, and blue. So they have a lot of different combinations. There's a swinging strike. McLeod went after a high fastball. Count will go to one and one. So we're gonna have to be aware of the wind coming in through our window here in the press box as it's already started to scatter some papers around. One and one, runner leads at second. Pitches a strike at the letters, one ball, two strikes. Crowd still coming in here on a lovely Friday night after a huge thunderstorm in the early, in the wee hours of the morning. Here's the one-two pitch and it's outside for ball two. Of course, the uh, infield was tarped. It's in great shape. The outfield took some moisture. It drains well, but I'm sure there are gonna be a few slick spots out there. Runner at second base, Davis takes his lead. 2-2 pitch is fouled out of play to the right over by the Blue Raider clubhouse. And it will hold at two and two. First of a three game series here at Reese Smith Field where it is 330 feet down each line, 395 to dead center, the pitch. Hit off his fist, fouled into the screen right above the Blue Raider dugout. Raiders occupying that first base dugout. Power alleys here are 365. Two balls, two strikes. Johnson turns, looks at first, nobody back there. He'll toss it over to Mabry who was standing about 15 feet from the base and the umpire signal safe. <laughs> we got that one right. 2-2 pitch, ground ball headed for the hole. That is a base hit past Mabry. The runner from second will be on the way to the plate. The throw comes through, but not in time. And Davis scores and Louisiana Tech takes an early lead on the single by Logan McLeod. It had just passed a diving JT Mabry into right center field. Even though the throw came to the plate, McLeod did not advance on the throw. So he's at first base. So hits for the first two batters in the Bulldog lineup. 
And the batter is Brody Drost. He's the right fielder and first left-handed hitter to face Patrick Johnson. So Johnson's scoreless uh, string of innings ends at five and two-thirds. First pitch to Drost is outside for ball one. McLeod, the runner at first. Patrick Johnson out of the stretch and a quick throw over there. The runner's back. Johnson has a quick move to first base. A little bit like Jaden Ham. Ground ball to short, could be two. Coker up, steps on the bag, out, throw to first out. That is a 6-3 double play. And the pitcher's best friend shows up early in this game. Coker fielded it near the bag at second. Took just a couple of steps, stepped on the base and fired over to DJ to complete the double play. Goes six to three. And now two outs in the inning. And the batter is George Corona, the catcher. Double play is the 29th of the season for the Blue Raiders. Pitch outside, ball one to Corona. Right-handed batter stands in there hitting 277. And he has hit eight home runs this season. Bases empty, two outs, a run in here in the first inning. Johnson tries to pitch inside but misses. Four ball, two, two balls, no strikes. Infield has shifted for him. Cracks this one foul down the left field line. Count goes to two and one. So Jennings guarding the line at third. Coker is at short. Second baseman Mabry over on the third base side of second base. And D.J. Wright, the only infielder on the right side. He's playing well off the base. And a bound ball, a shot, a line drive past Coker in the left field. So he beats the shift with a line drive and he is at first base. That is the third hit in the inning for the Bulldogs. They lead one to nothing. Runner at first, two outs for Ethan Bates. Second baseman, Second baseman. he is a left-handed hitter. Bates is uh, one of a, at least a couple of two-way players on this team. Quick throw to first, close, and the runner back in there. Bates is making his 39th start as a position player. Has also made several appearances on the mound. Pitches outside. Ball one to the left-handed hitter. Coming in at 245. And he also with eight home runs. Another throw to first. Runner back in there. Bates has started 39 games. And as a pitcher has appeared in 16 with seven saves. Versatile young man. One ball, one strike the count to Ethan Bates. Corona, the runner at first, there are two outs. Pitch, check swing, did he go? No appeal. 
It's ball two, two and one. Philip Matulia waiting to hit next. You can hear the wind cutting up a little bit. Pitch is fouled off the screen. The count goes to two and two. Crowd's still coming in here. Another throw to first, the runner back. Infield playing uh, fairly normal for Bates, although Jennings pulled way off third base. And there's ball three, and the count will go full at three and two. Coker playing near the bag at second. And Jennings playing almost where the shortstop would play. Runner will be going with the pitch. There he goes, and it's outside ball four, and he walked him. So runners are at first and second with two outs. And the batter is Philip Matulia and head coach Jerry Myers who doubles as the Raiders pitching coach will make a visit to the mound. So the youngster uh, finds himself in a little bit of hot water here in the first inning after a Sterling outing last Friday night. He's making his fifth start of the season tonight. This will not be a pitching change situation. Uh, as Coach Myers wants to remind him where he is and what he's doing and what he's expected to do. First and second, two outs. Matulia, a left-handed batter, 13 home runs to lead the team, but he's hitting only 205. Johnson with the pitch outside ball one. He's been missing that outside corner to the left-handed hitters. That one was far off the mark. One ball, no strikes. Swung on, driven into center field. Benson back, he's got room, makes the catch for out number three. Batuya hit it solidly, but right at Luke Benson. So in the inning, one run, three hits, and two men left on base. We will go to the bottom of the first inning. Louisiana Tech one, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast, a second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process, 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. 
For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the first inning. Louisiana Tech leading one to nothing. Raiders will have Eston Snyder, JT Mabry, and Brett Coker to face the left-hander, Jonathan Fincher. Jonathan is a fifth-year senior. Comes in with a six and three record, making his 14th appearance and 11th start. He is their Friday night starter, 4.48 his earned run average, 62 in the third innings. He's allowed 63 hits, 31 earned runs. He has allowed 10 home runs. He's walked only 12 and struck out 62, so he's a strikeout and inning pitcher. Opponents hitting 260 against this left-hander, Jonathan Fincher. Eston Snyder will step in, takes the first pitch, and for a strike. Got it on the inside portion of the plate to the right-handed hitter. Nothing in one. A swing and a miss, and quickly it is 0-2 to Snyder. Eston hitting 295. Right-handed batter. Gets this one foul off to the right. The count holds at two strikes. The Raiders lost, last saw Fincher on April 24 last season. There's a ball hit high in the air down the right side. It's going to be out of play. That was the Sunday game at Ruston. Fincher pitched, uh, started and pitched four innings, allowed one run and two hits. He walked a couple and hit a couple and threw a wild pitch, and he was taken out after four innings. The Raiders won that game 6-3. to three. Snyder takes it outside, ball one. One ball, two strikes to the Raider leadoff man. JT Mabry waiting to hit next. Snyder uh, stands about midway in the batter's box and cranks this one foul down the third base side. Count holes at one and two. Kevin Nichols coaching down at third. Mark Deluja is the first base coach. Here's the one-two pitch to Snyder, and he swung and missed for strike three. Snyder out number one here in the first inning, and it's J.T. Mabry's time to step into the box. Mabry at 3.23 on the season. Been struggling a little bit lately. The pitch and taken for a strike, nothing in one. Fincher, the left-hander, delivers and misses inside. One ball and one strike to Mabry. 
Mabry is 0 for his last 18. Hits this one into left field, and that's going to be handled out there by the left fielder Matulio for out number two. Two up, two down for Brett Coker. Coker at 356, the Raiders shortstop. Ventures pitch over but low for ball one. Four home runs, 26 driven in on the season for Coker. Swings and fouls this one to the screen. One ball, one strike. Brett is from Hendersonville. And the pitch is swung on. Popped high in the air behind the plate. That's a foul ball coming back this way. And we'll hit uh, into the grandstand somewhere down to our right. Got moves to one ball and two strikes on Coker. Pitch inside as that brushed him back a little bit. Two and two. Raiders trail one to nothing. We're in the bottom of the first inning. Two outs. Coker hits this one foul down the right side. Right fielder makes a start toward the line, but then gave up quickly as he saw that ball was going to be past the Blue Raider bullpen. Two and two the count. And the pitch. Fouls it back this way again. And I think that one did find the grandstand. Two balls, two strikes. Gentleman looking for a kid to give it to. There is one. And he has got a prized position there. And there's ball three inside to Coker. So the count goes full to Brett. Three balls, two strikes. Pitcher, the left-hander, delivers. Swung on, hit past third. That's a base hit. Rolling down the left field line. Coker turns, puts the brakes on. He'll go back to first base. As the left fielder over there to pick that ball up quickly and hold him to a single. So Coker is at first base. Two outs, and the batter is Briggs Rudder. Rudder, the Blue Raider catcher. Stands in there at 295 for the season. First pitch to him, down low for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Venture, the left-hander. Checks Coker at first. And the pitch to the plate is a little bit high. 2-0 to Rudder. Jeremiah Boyd waiting to hit next. Swung on, that ball hit down in the left field corner and deep. But it is going to go foul and out of play. Two and one. Getting a bright late afternoon sun here at the stadium, which is good to see after 
All the clouds we've had all day. Throw to first, runner back easily. Two balls and a strike to Briggs Rudder. Pitch swung on, pop foul back over our heads and out of play. That one's headed for the parking lot. Two balls and two strikes. Louisiana Tech picked up a run in the first inning on three hits. And Rudder drives it to center field for a base hit. Coker turns at second, will hold up there as the throw comes back in. And the Raiders, with two outs, have runners at first and second. And the batter will be Jeremiah Boyd. Jeremiah's been swinging a hot bat lately. He has hit four home runs in his last five games and has moved that average back up over 300 where it has been most of the season. Takes the pitch outside for ball one. Boyd now with 12 home runs, 37 driven in. And he leads the Raiders in both of those offensive departments. Coker at second, Rudder at first. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. Boyd has a very compact swing, but when he connects, he puts that weight into it, it's going to go. And the pitch. Outside and low, ball two, two and one. Also leads the Raiders in a number of bases on balls drawn. He's been walked 22 times this year, although not so much recently. Two and one, swung on, fouled out of play, and the count goes to 2-2. Two, two. Out for pretty much straight away. The wind is going to not help the batters tonight. It's blowing in. Long look by Fincher, and the pitch is swung on. Fouled out of play to the right. The Raiders hit a lot of foul balls in this first inning. Here goes a new supply to the home plate umpire. And the count holds that two balls and two strikes to Jeremiah Boyd. Pantru, the left-hander, comes set. And he drives it to left field, and that ball is trouble. It's going to be on the warning track. Coker will score. Here comes Rudder. He's going to be held at third, and Boyd into second base with a run-scoring double. And this game is tied at one run apiece. Jeremiah with a line drive, and the left fielder, Matulia, turned and saw he had no chance to catch that ball. He just wanted to see where it was going to come off the wall. Hit right at the base of the wall, about at the, uh, down at the Will Fraley sign in left field, which is the second painted sign from the foul pole. 
So Boyd at second base, that is his only his fourth double of the season, but it drives in the tying run here in the first inning and sends Rudder to third. And right away, it will be Connor Fouts, the pitching coach, out to talk to his starter, Jonathan Fincher. So we've had a visit to the mound in both the top and bottom of the first inning by the team's uh, pitching coaches. Here's Galloway, second and third, two outs. Takes an off-speed pitch for a strike, nothing and one. All this has happened after two men were out. Three straight hits off Fencher, and the pitch is low, one and one to Galloway. Snyder struck out to start the inning. Mabry flied to left, and then Coker singled to left field, just past the third baseman. Rudder singled to left center, and Boyd doubled into the left field corner. The pitch. Galloway checked his swing. They will appeal, and a strike is called. One ball and two strikes to Jackson Galloway. 2.59 on the year for the Raider left fielder. Runner second and third. The pitch is swung on, hit on a line drive, knocked down by the second baseman, makes the play to first and just got him. Outstanding play there by Ethan Bates, the second baseman. He took a hit away and took two runs away from the Blue Raiders with that defensive play, and that is all in the first inning. So for the Raiders, one run on three hits and two men left on base. We have completed one full inning. It's Louisiana Tech one, the Blue Raiders one on the Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip with its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans. It's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. (sighs) Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Numbers on the scoreboard are the same. Louisiana Tech, one run, three hits, no errors. Raiders, one run, three hits, no errors. We go to the second inning. Joined in the booth by my buddy Chip Walters, the voice of Blue Raider football and men's basketball, and has been uh, downstairs tending to some business. Pitch, (laughs) first pitch, Patrick Johnson to Justin Williams is high for ball one. Welcome in, Chipper. Thank you, sir. Going to turn out to be a pretty night tonight, I think. Very nice. One ball, no strikes. Ground ball in the hole. Base hit to left. Louisiana Tech 
been finding the open spots here in the early going, and that is the fourth hit off Patrick Johnson. And by the way, that is Justin Williams' first hit of the season. His batting average coming into the game was 0 0 0. Wow. It was 0 for 3. And this is his first start. And he's in there as the DH. Here is Thaxton Birch, sophomore. Plays center field, takes the first pitch. Ball one from Patrick Johnson. Thrown at first with nobody out. Throw to first, runner back, and Johnson coming off a great performance last Friday against Rice, struggling here in the early going. Throws over there again. Just got the ball back from DJ Wright and turned it, fired it right back to him. <laughs> the pitch. And the base hit and the hole between third and short. Runners at first and second. And that is the fifth hit for the Bulldogs, and they are wearing that spot out. First and second with no outs, and the number nine hitter is the shortstop, Will Safford. And these are guys that don't have a tremendous offensive uh, batting average. The pitch to the plate, he's around to bunt. Nice bunt, gonna be picked up by Jennings. The only play will be to first. That is in time. And the runners will advance to second and third. Give Safford a sacrifice, third to first for the first out. Bring up the top of the batting order. Williams had not had a hit all season, got the leadoff single. Birch, who was hitting 125, got the second hit. And Safford, who just bunted, was hitting 140. And now the leadoff man, Davis, who singled in the first inning, stands in and takes a strike called. Well, Johnson needs a <clears throat> he needs a strikeout here. Because a base hit's probably going to score two. One strike to count. Davis doubled in the first inning, leading off the game and fouls this one out of play and it's 0-2. I think you'll see the outfielders not playing extremely deep on either side today with that wind blowing in like it is. But if they keep hitting line drives like that, it doesn't matter. Two strikes the count. And foul back out of play again. I hope we see <clears throat> brought in a good supply of baseballs for this game because they've been leaving the field with regularity. Yep, they foul balls. Two strikes to Davis. Patrick Johnson comes set. And the pitch is quite on ground at the third. Run's going to score. Jennings will make the throw to first. Ooh. Saved by D.J. Wright. And that saved an error. That ball one hopped over there. Coming in to score was Williams to give Tech a two to one lead. And that'll be an RBI for Davis on the ground out to Gabe Jennings. Two outs, the runner on second 
Birch moved over to third, and the batter is McLeod. Had a base hit past Mabry in the first inning. And the pitch to the plate is outside for ball one. Two to one, Louisiana Tech leading here on this Friday night, first game of a three-game series. Off-speed pitch, caught the knees for a strike, one and one. Williams comes set, checks the runner back at second, and the pitch is low in the dirt. Two balls and a strike. Raiders do not have a midweek game next week. They will travel to Dallas on Thursday to take on Dallas Baptist, the league leaders. The ball outside, and it's three and one. You know, in the league schedule this year, everybody had somebody they were going to play twice. Well, Tech drew Dallas Baptist. Yeah, they drew the short straw, didn't they? The pitch. High ball four, and he walked him. And Williams continues to struggle here in the second inning. Runners will be at first and second. And Jerry Myers makes his way out, and well, looks like he's going to make a move. Yeah, this is his second trip. He went out in the middle of the first inning, and we're going to see a pitching change right away, and I'm I'm thinking it's going to be Ollie Akins. We will take a break, tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Yes. So the Raiders will take uh, their freshman pitcher, Patrick Johnson, out in favor of another freshman, Ollie Akins, who will come in out of the bullpen just as he did last Friday, but uh, a little bit earlier than probably he expected in this game. Ollie has been a uh, been an outstanding pitcher for the Raiders this year, primarily in uh, a uh, relief role as he comes in for his 12th appearance. 
He has made two starts. 2-0 record with a 219 earned run average. And the first batter he faces will be Brody Drost, the right fielder and a left-handed hitter. Drost hit into a double play in the first inning. And the first pitch from Akins is right in there for a call strike, nothing in one. No double play for him this time. There are two outs, but runners at first and second. One run is in, Raiders trailing two to one. Akins with a look back, swing and a miss. And the count will go to nothing and two on Drost. Brody Drost, a transfer from LSU, hails from Lake Charles, Louisiana. Count 0-2 on the left-handed batter. Pitch misses outside for a ball, 1-2. Drost at 224 on the season, has hit six home runs. So the Raiders starter, Patrick Johnson, lasts only an inning and two-thirds. Here's Aiken's pitch. Swung on, hit in the air down the left side. Everybody on a long run. It's going to be a foul ball and couldn't make the catch. That was, uh, was that Jennings? That, yeah, it was Gabe Jennings. Gabe Jennings. Down by the tarp. Down the left field line, got his glove on it. I think couldn't couldn't hang on. He I, was running full speed right at that tarp. Yeah, I think he was too. That was that was going to be a hard play for him to make, but he gave it a chance. So Ollie Akins counts still one and two on Drost, and the pitch is taken for ball two. Close pitch. Evens the count up at two and two. Akins checks the runner down at second and the two-two pitch is hit foul off to the left and out of play. 69 degrees at game time. Wind about eight to 10 miles an hour and blowing in out of the west, southwest, they tell us. West, northwest, rather. Here's the 2-2. And Miss Lowen inside, all three. Full count. Here's the freshman, Akins, with the 3-2 pitch and a ground ball foul down the first base side. That thing stayed closer to fair than I thought it was going to. Yeah, just a foot or two outside the bag when D.J. Wright fielded it. So you got your duties uh, downstairs taken care of? Yes, sir. The... um the Middle Tennessee Association of Realtors has 
a few dozen realtors out to the ball game tonight having a good time and had to pass out some tickets, which that's always good to get more people in the ballpark. Swing and a foul back, and the count holds at three balls, two strikes to Brody Droust. D-R-O-S-T. Well, you spell that last name. 6'3", 200-pounder. He is sophomore. Another 3-2 pitch on the way. Fouled again. And plate umpire says, hey, bring out just a bucket of balls. We may see the Blue Raiders down there rubbing up some baseballs in the dugout before it's over with. Count remains three and two. And the pitch. Ground ball to second. Should be out of the inning. Mabry has it over to first. And Ollie Aikens comes in, calms the uh, La Tech bats, and that's going to be all in the second inning. But not before the Bulldogs pick up a run on two hits and two men left on base. We will go to the bottom of the second inning. Louisiana Tech 2, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We go to the Raider half of the second inning. It is two to one, Louisiana Tech leading. The Bulldog pitcher, Jonathan Fincher, is a grad uh, fifth year senior. Grad senior, 6'3, 240 pounds, out of Shreveport. His last outing was against Dallas Baptist in the first game of that series and went seven innings, allowed seven runs and ten hits and took the loss to the Dallas Baptist team. First pitch to D.J. Wright. Ball one, and there is a strike one and one. D.J. hitting 268. Solid Hit the center field, but the center fielder charging, dives. Made a good and catch. I'm waiting for a sign. They say he caught it. So DJ will head back to the dugout. Coming off a solid performance at Belmont the other night. And hit that ball right on the nose. Center fielder Birch made an outstanding play. So one out in the second inning for Gabe Jennings. 
Raider third baseman looks at a pitch outside for ball one. Swing and a miss. The count will go to one and one on Jennings with Luke Benson to follow. Swung on, popped up, foul ground. Catcher over off of the mask. Corona will take it for out number two. Two up, two down quickly. And Luke Benson will be the batter. The junior out of Oakland High School, Luke is having a solid season. Hitting 333, got a walk-off home run last Sunday to beat Rice and lays down a bunt, and it's a good one. And they're not going to get him. Luke Vinson with a bunt single down the first base side. So he can hit it over the fence, and he can lay down a bunt and beat him out. So, yeah, his last two at-bats here in this stadium have been interesting, haven't they? Yes, they have. And well, that's the fourth hit for the Raiders. And with two outs, the batter is Eston Snyder. Snyder struck out in the first inning. Throw to first, and Luke is back. <clears throat> Luke is always a threat to run. He's got good speed. Has stolen eight bases. And will draw another throw. I was talking to Eston Snyder on our pregame interview tonight, talking about how the Raiders have speed at both the bottom of the lineup and the top of the lineup. And Snyder hits it foul, and it's going to get off the Blue Raider dugout and carry them back to our first base coach who'll toss it out. <clears throat> One strike to count to Eston Snyder. Takes the pitch and it just missed outside. That was a good eye for Snyder and it's one and one. Benson leads at first. Left-hander with a snap throw over there, and he's back. And the pitch. Runner goes. The throw down to second base is safe time. <clears throat> second baseman tried to swipe tag down there, and Benson apparently eluded it and picks up his Ninth stolen base of the season. The count is one and two on Snyder. Kevin Nichols, the third base coach, he is not shy about turning them loose, is he? No. Check of the runner and the pitch. Swing and a miss, and Snyder strikes out to end the inning. That is all in the second for the Raiders, no runs, one hit, and one left. We have completed two full innings. Louisiana Tech two, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. 
you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the third inning. The Raiders trailing two to one. Louisiana Tech has scored a run in each of the first two innings. And let's see if we can put a stop to that. By the way, Mr. Palmer, the Titans have made a move tonight. They move up to early in the second round of the draft, and they take. Quarterback Will Levis of Kentucky. Here is Corona to lead off for the Bulldogs and takes a strike, nothing and one. Well, he looked to be a disappointed young man at uh, the draft when they put the camera on him last night. He, His he dauber was, was down, wasn't it? <laughs> expecting to go in that first round. There's a shot to right field and a base hit for Corona. Well, they have done a great job of getting the leadoff man on every inning. And that is hit number six for Tech. And the first off, Ollie Akins came in in the second inning with two outs and got the final out. And here's Ethan Bates who drew a walk from Patrick Johnson in the first inning. A left-handed hitter. Raider infield will be playing for two as the pitch comes to the plate and it is just a bit low dropped by rudder the runner did not break or try to advance one ball no strikes final numbers on johnson tonight an inning in two-thirds five hits two runs both earned two walks no strikeouts bates backs out of the box one ball and no strikes Akins comes set. And the pitch in there for a strike, one and one. First of a three-game series tonight here at Reese Smith Field. We'll have game two for you at 3 o'clock tomorrow. 2.45 for the pregame show. Ground ball up the middle. Mabry can't get it. A diving effort, but it slipped under his glove and went into center field. And runners at first and second with nobody out. They've done a heck of a job of putting them where they ain't. Yes, they have. The batter is Matulia, the left fielder, flied out in the first inning. And he, like Bates, bats from the left side. Akins with the pitch. Ground foul over in front of the Blue Raider dugout on the first base side. Still on top of the dugout. Strike one. 
Akins runs it first and second, misses outside. Count will go to one ball and one strike. This is the 32nd meeting between these two in baseball. La Tech has a 17 to 14 edge in the series. The pitch. Ground foul again over by the dugout, and it is one and two. Well, both of the it, this is a very important series for both of these teams. Coming into tonight, Blue Raiders in fourth place, Louisiana Tech in fifth, but only a game separates them. Yep. <clears throat> Runners lead at first and second. And now Aikens may have balked. Yes, he did. He, did. he started his motion and all of a sudden just stopped for whatever reason. So the runners move up to second and third. The count remains one and two on Matulia. And another ground ball in front of the Raider dugout. He's wearing that spot out. Raiders play the infield back. Held up and it's high for ball two, two and two. Not a good situation here with nobody out. Freshman Ollie Akins in relief of Patrick Johnson here early. And the pitch is swung on. Hit high in the air down the right field line. Coming in is Snyder, takes it near the line. The runner cannot advance from third as Snyder was in good position to make a play had the runner broke for the plate. And Snyder came in from his right field position to maybe, what, 15, 20 feet off of the edge of the dirt and was had his momentum going toward the plate anyway. Here's Justin Williams, had a single in the second inning. That was off Patrick Johnson. So one out, runner second and third, and an off-speed pitch in for a strike, nothing in one. As we mentioned at the time, that hit by Williams was his first of the season. He is a two-way player, pitcher and position player. Outside, good stop by Rudder to keep that one from going to the backstop. One ball and one strike. Now the Raiders will bring the first baseman in the edge of the grass. All of the other infielders are back in their normal spots. The pitch comes high, another off-speed pitch. Two balls and a strike, the count to Justin Williams. <clears throat> Bacon's come set. And the pitch is right in there, struck two call. <laughs> Two and two. Williams, a junior college transfer. First year with the Bulldogs. Swings and fouls it 
got over by the Blue Raider dugout. Count holes at two and two. That one got the home plate umpire. Maybe got a little bit of Briggs rudder too, <clears throat> but Briggs took a few steps out. Gave the umpire a chance to clear his head a little bit because that, I think that one hit him right in the mask. Catcher and the umpire have to take care of each other. Yes, they do. They're both back there in the line of fire. 2-2 Two -two the count, and the pitch is swung on and fouled to the screen. My goodness. I almost wish I'd been keeping up with the number of foul balls <laughs> in this game because it uh, – if there is a record, that may set some kind of record. 2-2, two, two, the count remains. Dakins out of the set, and the pitch is lined to short. Coker's got it, and the runners dart quickly back to their bases. He cannot double anybody off, but a line drive out off the bat of Williams for the second out. And the batter will be Thaxton Birch, the center fielder. Coker had his head on a swivel out there looking to see if there was a duck on the pond that he could pick off, but uh, the Tech runners got back quickly. That was a big out right there. Birch, right-handed batter, swings at the first pitch, fouls it back, strike one. He's out of Jackson, Mississippi, a sophomore. Played his high school ball at the Jackson Prep School. He singled in the second inning. Outside for ball one. One and one to Birch. His last name is spelled like the fish Perch, except with a B. Yes. A ball and a strike. Birch swings, fouls it again back to the screen. One and two. La Tech had a <clears throat> midweek game at Hattiesburg on Wednesday night and went back to uh, Ruston after the game and then came in here on Thursday. Pitch is high, ball two, two and two. And pretty uh, obvious they, they busted here because they have their own buses down there or bus down there. Two balls, two strikes. We've made that drive, Mr. Palmer. Oh, yes. Strike. Oh, I don't know where that pitch was, but it was called ball three. I wanted to call strike three, but I didn't get a chance. Maybe you will right here. Three and two. Akins with the pitch. Off his fist, <laughs> fouled back to the screen. Of course. Count holes, runner set, second and third, two outs. Akins has done a good job holding them there after balking to move them to second and third. They're still there. Two outs, the pitch. Foul to the screen. So Birch just fouling him off till he can find one he likes. 
And another 3-2 pitch. And he there struck him out swinging. Or did he? Couldn't hang on to the foul tip. Foul tip. Couldn't hang on to it, so the, oh. the at-bat will continue. Just getting around the top of the hour. We'll do a station ID for you here in a second. We'll do it right now. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Blue Raider Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer, Chip Walters with you from Reese Smith Field. Coach Myers came out of the dugout after that last swing by Birch and I think he wanted to make sure that was a foul tip and apparently it, all three umpires agree. So we'll do a 3-2 pitch all over again. Akins comes set in the pitch. Pop foul back out of play. Mm. Out holding a three and two. If nothing else, this is running all his pitch count up. Yeah. <clears throat> he came in with two outs in the second inning and retired the first batter he faced. 3-2 pitch is a little number. That's going to be a hard play to make, and the Raiders cannot make it. Aikens off the mound, couldn't pick it up. Jennings was too deep to get it, and it just rolled about uh, 40, 35, 40 feet and died in the grass between the pitcher's mound and third base. So Corona comes in to score to make it a three-to-one game. Give Birch an infield hit and a run batted in. And just think you were a, a foul tip from being out of the inning. Yep. Boy. There's a swing and another foul out of play. This is Safford, the shortstop. Well, the EMS folks down there almost had to treat themselves. <laughs> they, they scattered. One strike to count. First and third now with two outs. A run is in here in the top of the third inning. And the pitch by Aikens is swung oh. on. Hit the right field and deep. Snyder back. Looking up, and that one is gone. And that is Safford's first home run of the season. And it is a three-run shot. And Chip, it is also the first home run that Ollie Akins has allowed this season. So this game not going according to the book. Safford, a 140 hitter coming in. Hits it out of the park to right field. And it is now six to one. There's a strike call to Davis. Leadoff man has doubled and grounded out. Swings pops this one down the left side. It's in foul ground. Coker's over there. And that one is going to be out of play. And the thing Coker that, and Jennings both over there. Yeah, they were both there. And, and again, the thing that just 
gripes you if you're Jerry Myers is that you were that drop foul tip away from being out of the inning and none of this happened. Yep. Pitches outside to Davis. One and two. Four runs have scored here in the inning. There's a ball popped up. Jennings will take it two steps in foul ground down the third base side for the third out. But the damage has been done here in the third. Four runs for the Bulldogs. One, two, three, four hits. And nobody left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. Louisiana Tech, six, Middle Tennessee, one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the bottom of the third inning. The Raiders trailing now 6-1 to one after Louisiana Tech picked up four in the top of the inning. And leading it off, J.T. Mabry fouls the pitch back to the screen. Strike one. Mabry's... Fly ball to left field. It was more of a line drive, but it was caught by the left fielder in the first inning. <clears throat> Pitch outside, one and one. So Jonathan Fincher now working with a five-run lead. And that one's popped up back this way. Going to be on the roof of the press box, one and two. Pitch swung on, hit high in the air to right field. Right fielder moving over near the line will make the grab for out number one as Drost makes that play for the first out. Well, the Bulldogs taking out their uh, frustrations on the Raiders. They just lost three in a row to Dallas Baptist and then lost uh, on the road at Southern Miss Wednesday night. Now, they didn't come in here in a very good mood. Coker fouls the first pitch out of play, strike one. Now you do all that and you have about a seven and a half hour bus ride. As a line drive, that's going to be in for a base hit. And Coker has his second hit in a row. Line drive in the left center. It's hit number five for the Raiders off the left hander, Fincher. And the batter will be Briggs Rudder. Coker and Rudder 
had back-to-back -back singles in the first inning. So one out, one on in the third. Swing and a miss, strike one to Rudder. So the Raiders have got to do two things. They've got to shut the uh, door, the Bulldogs, and they've got to start getting a run here and a run there and getting back in this game. Ground ball right side, hmm. but it could be two. Bobbled by the second baseman, and he won't get anybody. Picked it up. That was uh, Bates, and then he threw it over the shortstop's head, who was covering second. Yeah, he, he fumbled it, picked it up, and then underhanded it over the head of the shortstop. So... That's a fielder's choice. E6. E4, E four, I think. E four. I'm sorry. So that uh, we'll see how that affects the Bulldogs here in the inning as runners are at first and second with one out for Jeremiah Boyd. He fouls this one straight back to the backstop. Strike one. Boyd was the winner of the Male Newcomer of the Year last night at the Raiders' Choice Awards. Gave a very nice speech. Very personable young man. Yes, he, he is. Venture with a pitch. Fouled out of play to the right. Struck two. Well, he has stepped in and from day one has been in the starting lineup for this team, which had a lot of uh, veterans coming back. There weren't many spots open. He's fit right into that DH spot, though. The pitch. Foul to the screen, 0-2. I'm curious how he feels as a hitter. Does he feel like he's fresher by being a DH or – does he feel more engaged when he catches? You know, you know, everybody likes to play. Yeah. I'm sure he'd like to be out there playing and not just sitting in the dugout, but uh, he's accepted his role very well. Well, he could change the complexion of this one in a hurry. Two strikes, the pitch outside. One ball, two strikes to Boyd. Extended his uh, hitting streak to a modest four games with that first inning double. He drove in the Raiders' only run in the first inning. One and two the count. And the pitch. Hit it in the hole. Backhanded by the shortstop. He'll go to third. Did he get him? I think he did. Yep. Throw just beat the runner. It was a forced play, so they did not have to tag Coker and score that six to five, short to third for the second out. And Boyd reaches on the fielder's choice, first and second, with two outs now for Jackson Galloway. And Safford, the shortstop, did a good job of getting a glove down and, and just stopping that seed that was coming his way. First pitch to Galloway misses low for ball one. Have a lot of clouds overhead. We've had uh, clouds. We've had sunshine. We've got uh, wind blowing straight in. Not a stiff wind, but enough to affect the game. Pitches foul back. 
enough to affect fly balls. Mm-hmm. One and one. Typical Middle Delaware. Tennessee weather. Yep. <laughs> Clouds, sunshine, rain, wind, sunshine. One ball, one strike. And the pitch. Galloway hits it to center field. Trouble. And law, everybody on a run. And that one is going to drop. The run is going to score. And now it gets past the catcher. And down to third is Boyd. And it's now a 6-2 game. That ball dropped in front of the center fielder, Birch. Shortstop and second baseman were both back there, and none of them could get a glove on it. So Rudder scores. Give Galloway a run batted in on that, and the throw got past the catcher. So that's the second error of the inning for Tech. And here is D.J. Wright. He right popped field lost the it. right field line. It's going to be a foul ball, and it will drop harmlessly oh. in foul ground. The Raiders <laughs> base runners both crossed home plate, but they'll have to go back. Right fielder never saw it come off the bat. Had his palms up. And the second baseman tried to help him out. And at the last moment, he saw it, made a dive for it, and that thing was only about a foot foul. Galloway came around to a touch home plate all the way from first. But that was not fouled by much. One strike to DJ. Runners first and third, two outs, the pitch. Inside, one and one. So it's now a six to two game. And a one one count to DJ Wright. Swung on, hit in the air to shallow right field, second baseman back, and he will make the catch. And his Bates will haul it in for out number three. But the Raiders pick up a run in the third on Two hits. There were two errors. And two runners left on base. Two men left. We have completed three full innings. Area totals for Louisiana Tech. Six runs, nine hits, two errors. For the Raiders, two runs, six hits, no errors. Six to two, Tech leads as we go to the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Go to the fourth inning. We've got a new pitcher on for the Raiders. He is Bryant Baranek. Another freshman. He is out of Spring Hill, Tennessee. We'll give you some numbers on him in a minute. Chip's going to take the mic here, and uh, he needs to sharpen his baseball skills a little <laughs> bit. So we'll see if he can uh, do any better than I've been doing. Six to two, the Raiders are trailing in the game. You know, the Raiders, Louisiana Tech, you know, gave the Raiders two errors in the bottom of the third. Middle could get just one run in. So Baranek on making his 13th appearance. One and two record with a 6-1-9 earned run average and he hits the first batter, Chip. Yes, he does and Dalton Davis leads off the fourth. That's McLeod, I think. Uh, you're correct. That is McLeod. He's hit by a pitch. Right fielder number four. That'll bring up Brody Drost, the right fielder. He is 0 for 2. He's grounded out a couple of times. You've got McLeod on. So for four straight innings, Louisiana Tech has found a way to get the leadoff man on. They had a double, a single, a single, and now a hit batsman. There's a ball that gets away, back to the screen. McLeod rounds second and will stop there, so a wild pitch. And Baranek is not off to a very good start at all. Well, you know, all of our all of our f pitchers have been freshman chip in this game, and they've all struggled. They've looked like freshmen. So a runner at second and nobody out. Draws the right fielder, hits one down the left field line. That's targeting the bus down there, and I think it got Louisiana Tech's bus. And there's some... Just so happened, there's some kids out there. So the count goes to one and two. No outs here in the top of the fourth. Blue Raiders trailing six to two here on this Friday night. Late swing and a foul ball down the right side. Gets over by the dugout. Drost the last minute. Tried to get something on that. Moranic, a big right-hander. He'll check the runner at second and then come to the plate. Just missed. Blue Raider pitchers have struggled a little bit, and the home plate umpire is making them earn it right now. There's one fouled off the left side and back out of play. And more new baseballs out to the home plate umpire. You know, this we're kind of in the twilight time of the afternoon now, and it's a little difficult to see those balls. Yeah, it is. The, uh, off the, bat. the sun has gotten down behind Floyd Stadium, but still is not set. 
Here's a blind shot to right field, but it's going to be caught. Runner tags at second. Here comes the throw. It's not going to be in time. It's down the line a bit. So a fly ball to right. Drost hit it a ton. And Snyder, Snyder got over there. Made a strong throw, but I don't think he had a chance. So now a runner at third with one out. And Corona... The catcher, he's two for two tonight. Now the left side of the infield. Raiders are in a shift, and Corona hits one down the left side, and it's a fair ball into the corner. Run scores easily. Corona heads for second, and he is three for three, and we're just in the fourth inning. And it's also seven to two Tech. That's an earned run against Baranek. And he pays for that uh, hit batsman. First batter he faced here in the fourth inning. Yes, he does. It's only the first hit of the inning. That'll bring up Bates, the second baseman, Ethan Bates. He takes one outside for ball one. Bates is one for one with a walk. He has scored a run. Slices that one foul. Bates hitting 250. 23 RBIs on the year. And he is in an RBI situation. Pitch to the plate is low from Baranek. And it's two balls and one strike. Two one delivery, ground ball towards short. Runner at second goes to third. The play is at first for the out. It's on a four three put out. So two away now for Philip Matulia. So were you watching the uh, the NFL draft last night, Mr. Palmer? I did. I watched it to make sure it was going to be over. Okay. <laughs> I've gotten very tired of reading and watching and listening about that. Ground ball nubbed against the, against the Blue Raiders shift they had on, and that's going to be an infield hit, and a run will score. Corona comes in to score. Matulia. Picks up the 11th hit of the night. And the Raiders had three infielders on the right side, and Coker had to try to get back. He knocked it down. He got over there just enough to stop it, and it got away from him, but already the damage had been done there as Matulia was down the line. Justin Williams, the DH now, runner at first with two outs. Big curveball misses inside. It is now 8-2. to two. Tech as they put up two more runs here in this inning.
Ground ball to Coker. They'll go the short way to second for the out. And finally, for Middle Tennessee, they get out of the inning here in the top of inning number four. Two runs on a total of two hits, one man left, and no Blue Raider errors. We head to the bottom of the fourth. It's now Louisiana Tech eight, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Well, the Blue Raiders have a little bit of a deeper hole to climb out of, and it's the Wendy's single inning, Mr. Palmer. Oh, it is. We need some hits. We need some hits. We need some free burgers. Chance to get a Dave single here. Gabe Jennings leads it off, hits the ball in the air to left. Ranging over is... The left fielder, Matulia, and one pitch, one out in the inning. Yeah, if the Raiders get a hit in the fourth inning, you will have a chance to win a free Dave single cheeseburger courtesy of Wendy's, and uh, all you got to do is uh, send a little text message. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's not a chance. It's a lock because I cashed one in the other day. Luke Vinson, who bunted his way on last time, showed bunt and the corner infielders came in, but the pitch missed, the 1-0 misses low, and it's 2-0. Vincent one for one today. And a strike call there, it's two and one. Plate umpire doesn't have a very emphatic strike call, does he? There's a line down the left side. It's going to get down. That's a chance for extra bases. Vincent rounds first. He'll head into second with a double and put that one down into the left field corner. So Luke Vincent, two for two. It's a double tree double, and also that's good for a Wendy's single. Yes, uh, all you need to do is to redeem your coupon is to text the word SINGLE to 83200 to get you a single cheeseburger. It works. I did it. (laughs) So a runner at second and one out. Back to the top of the order, Eston Snyder. Snyder swings and misses against an 88-mile-an-hour fastball. Kevin Nichols calls time and wants to talk with Eston a little bit here about his approach at the plate. 
We didn't talk about that on our interview we did before the game. I might have jinxed him a little bit by getting him uh, getting him on for the first time this season. Snyder 0 for 2 tonight. Fincher to the plate. That one poked foul and back out of play. So you simply uh, pick up your phone and text the word single to 83200. You can redeem that at any Wendy's in Murfreesboro or Smyrna for a free Dave's single cheeseburger. There's a pitch that's high ball one, one and two. Outside, two and two. Vincent on at second with a one-out double. Snyder at the plate. JT Mabry would be next. To the plate, that ball hit in the air to left field. Going over is Matulia. He will make the catch and will make a throw into third that caroms away from the Shortstop and that almost got away far enough for Vincent to go to third, but he was unable to do so. So Snyder out on a fly ball to left for the second out of the inning, and that'll bring up JT Mabry, the Blue Raiders' second baseman. Mabry 0 for 2 on the night. Needs to drive in a run here. Strike called on Mabry. Jonathan Fincher to the plate and fouled away and out of play. Yeah, you're at eight to two, you want to show some life and get a couple of runs here, but you know, here you are on Friday and you're using your third pitcher right now. At some point, somebody's got to eat some innings. They run down to third and Vincent's going to steal third. And he got a great jump at second and Luke Vincent picks up another stolen base. Yeah, his second of the game, so He's 90 feet away. But two outs and a one-two count. There's one in the dirt. Count goes to two and two. You got to be pretty confident uh, when you run with trailing by six runs. That's right. Don't want to make the third out at third, right? Yep. Oh, two-two is strike three called. Mabry thought it was inside, but... The umpire did not, and that will be the second strikeout of the game for Jonathan Fincher. In the inning, the Raiders, no runs on a hit, one left, and no Louisiana Tech errors in the inning. We head to the top of inning number five. It's Louisiana Tech eight, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Top of inning number five, and Thaxton Birch will lead off. It's the 8-9-1 hitters for Louisiana Tech against Bryant Baranek. Swing and a miss. He's from over in your neck of the woods. Yes, he is. Spring Hill. Played for Paul Lamb over at Spring Hill High School. Baranek. See, did he go around? I think he did. Yes, he did. So 0-2 as Baranek has gotten ahead of Birch, the tech center fielder. 0-2 delivery. Just upstairs at 89 miles an hour. Baranek gets the sign from Rudder. Swing and a miss there. The ball got dropped, and a quick throw down to first will be in time. But Rudder also tagged the, the hitter, so Birch goes down on strikes, and that'll be the first strikeout. Crave, that's the first of the night for Blue Raider pitching, isn't it? You know, I believe it is. So one away for Will Safford, the shortstop. Look, it's the first time we've kept the leadoff mat off base. That is the first time all night. Safford takes a ball. You know, and Baranek just looks a little different out there this inning than he did when he came in. Getting a fresh start in the inning. Pitching with what looks to be a good deal of confidence. That pitch fouled off and out of play. It's one ball, one strike. One thing about it, when the uh, old sun went behind the stadium, it cooled off in here a little bit, didn't it? Yes, it it did. Swing and a miss there. Ball and two strikes, and we can see out to the west over there a little bit. Red sky at night. One-two pitch. Just missed. Rudder tried to frame it, but the count even up now at two balls and two strikes. Outside, three and two. Blue Raiders softball is at home tonight. They're taking on UTSA in the first of three. Pitch fouled away. 
Middle leading in the softball game, three to two in the bottom of the sixth inning. Yeah, they're getting close to being over over there. This is their, yeah. And this is their final home weekend. So they'll have their senior. On Sunday. Senior day Sunday.